ignorant, I know. I'm sorry. We're talking about farmlands. Listen, we got to laugh a little bit. It's a serious matter, and I'm sure you can hear my tone getting real serious because I have a whole bunch of people that I love that are over 60. I got people in the middle of the road, 40, whatever, that I love, and I just don't want to see devastation when it comes to this virus. So, you know, forgive my tone just a little bit. Because, again, I get passionate about it. But it's all in love, y'all. Don't forget that. All right, farmlands. Listen up, Texas. Listen up. <laughs> I lived in Texas for a few years. I got some real good friends in Texas. Um, Texas also happens to be a red state. Um, and we'll talk about um, red states and their response to the Rona. But here's what's really important for people who live in farmlands. And the reason I bring out Texas is because um, they have the most uh, farmland throughout the United States. Um, and in all 161 rural counties, there are only six ICU beds. And the reason, like, why is she talking about it's a red state? I mean, I voted for Trump, and, like, he's going to make us rich. I mean, we're all doing so much better. Are you, though? Um, the reason I'm bringing up the red state situation is because their response has been pretty slow, particularly um, when mandating a shelter in place. Remember on the previous show I told you the commander in confusion, instead of putting out a federal mandate to tell everybody to go ahead and have some seats at one time, he said, governors, y'all call it. Call it how you see it. And so... The red states have taken advantage of that. The interesting thing that I really want you all to understand about Texas is that not only are these little rural areas, they're not little, but are these rural areas, areas um, have a, do they have a shortage on ICU beds, but you had a delayed response by Governor Abbott right? You had a delayed response on the shelter in place. And not only did you have a delayed response on the shelter in place, but this intelligent individual said, when he finally said, okay, 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 we'll do a shelter in place. When he finally said that, he also added, but I think we should, we should be good by April 30th. Who's the issue with that, sir? Your state doesn't even peak with illnesses or cases confirmed and deaths until May, which is smart ass. Child, I can't. People to know. All right, we're going to try to move through briskly with these folks because um, too much intense information at one time tends to overload folks. 
Um, people that you need to know. Remember last time we talked about Jared Kushner? Oh, my God. Um, so here are some people that you need to know. Illinois Governor Pritzker. He uh, basically checked Jared. Uh, and he was quoted as saying, I don't know if Jared knows this, but it's called the United States of America. And uh, any stockpiles of equipment that we have is supposed to be shared with the states, bruh. He didn't say bruh. Um, but um, you can go check that out online um, just to hear him say it. Now, he didn't do our type of check-in. When I say our type of check-in, I'm talking about like the time Mayor Lightford... <laughs> uh, told a governor um I'm trying to remember who it was <laughs> she told somebody to keep they keep keep Chicago name out your mouth <laughs> I don't mean that kind of checking um you know he did he did his little thing down all right other people to know are the nine governors who are still yet to put a shelter in place like Arkansas's governor and I'm just asking for those states. Do you all know what your power really looks like? Do you know what a democracy is? You, do you understand how it works? So these governors, you know, they have charge. We talked about the other day how, you know, there's the mayor of the city and then there's the governor and then there's the feds. And that's just kind of like how the hierarchy works, right? The The biggest benefit to living in the United States is that we are a democracy. And so the mayor works for the city of Chicago, the people of Chicago. And the same thing for the governors, etc. right? If you people in these states where there's no shelter in place, are y'all, if you all are feeling some kind of way about it, you have a voice. You can say something. You can be like, Hey, clown, we know that you are kind of politicizing a pandemic and you want to look favorably with the president. So you're you're backing off of the shelter in place. But Tara, we don't appreciate you messing around with our lives. You all can say that. As a matter of fact, I suggest it. Rise up. Get up. Stand up. Uh, uh. All right, next person you need to know is Surgeon, the Surgeon General, who is Vice Admiral Jerome Adams. Um, yes, he is a black man. Um, he um, talked about today how initially the CDC, the World Health Organization, um, and even his office said that it was not necessary to wear masks. Um, uh, but he is walking that back and he literally demonstrated on television today, um, why a mask, uh, should be required because he is awfully careful not to piss off your president. Um, and so he said he thinks it should be in place where you cannot be at least six feet away from people. And so he backwalked um, his office's initial um, response of, we don't need to wear masks. 
He said it should be a mandate now because now we know that 25% um, or more cases are acquired from people who were asymptomatic. So my feelings on Jerome Adams is that he just seemed to be a pleaser. You know, pleasing is always a, a, it's a, it's a tragedy. Like it's tragic. Um, he just doesn't, you know, he's soft. He's soft. His voice is soft. Now I'm not, um, I'm not saying that he's gay. Um, if that was his preference, that would be fine. But I just need, I just think that his voice would be stronger, should be stronger as the Surgeon General. Um, that's that. Uh, the next person to know is Italy Prime Minister Giuseppe Conti. Um, their country um, responded um, to a countrywide lockdown just one week after initial cases were found in Northern Italy. Um, and he said that the model that they are using in Italy is Number one, stay at home. Number two, wear masks. Number three, any political choices that are made should be based on scientific evidence. Not a hunch. Scientific evidence. Um, and then number four, he said, once decisions are made relating to the pandemic, um, the public uh, should be made uh, aware there should be 100% transparency with the population. So those are the people to know. We're closing out, folks. Clown ass moves. All right. Let's talk about um, the job of the federal government. So the federal government's job, in essence, is to manage a portfolio of risks. Their job is to manage a portfolio of risks. Um, there is a law in place that says that one, when one administration leaves office, they are required by law to prep the next administration on risks. Bush prepped Obama. Obama took it seriously and prepped Trump. Now, instead of listening to Obama, this clown fired a significant number of people who would have been able to help in this public health crisis. In addition to that, he disbanded the National Pandemic Council in 2018. When I broke, what would they do? What, what is the national, what they do? What they do? It's in the title. It's the National Pandemic Council. He disbanded that whole group of people back in 2018. I don't know 
maybe because he just didn't think they was important because, shoot, how often does a pandemic come? Often enough, asshole. Often enough. So, if for anyone who needs a little bit, bit of clarity on what it means that the federal government, their job is to manage a portfolio of risks. I'm going to put this in layman's terms, and then we are done for the evening. So you're taking a, a little trip to the hood, right? Or even if you live in the hood, right? You know particular places to hang out in, right? Or not hang out in on particular days at particular times, right? And you know this either from finding yourself getting caught up in a situation. Ooh, ooh, where am I? Oh, shit, it's dark, right? You find yourself in a position, right? Or somebody before you said, hey, Mookie, I want to see you over there off Cicero. For my Westsiders, my K-Towners, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to see you over there on Cicero, right, at a certain time of the night. Now, even the people that live in K-Town, even the people, you know, that was raised there, they know to get off the streets at a certain time. And they know this because either they found themselves in a situation or they people said, hey, you don't want to fool with that over there. Okay. In essence, you have a president who decided he wasn't going to listen to his people say, listen, we got trouble of brewing over here. We got issues that happening over there. Ooh, ooh, be careful. I need you to dodge this bullet over here. He didn't listen to none of that. He didn't do that. And once the pandemic is over, we'll be able to trace all of this back to when he first came in office and how he played games with departments that he didn't believe were credible. With that, I'm a holler. Thanks for joining. I will talk to you later.